1: I'm financial journalist Caroline Stephen. Welcome to this week's episode of Talking Trading. Chris Tate joins us today to discuss volatility and why it's not your friend in the markets. Chris defines volatility, discusses volatility and options trading, and he also explains why all trading systems should have a volatility valve. But first up, we hear from Louise Bedford in Power on how to stave off depression an inch closer each day to living your
0: ideal life. I was asked by a trader the other day, how can they stave off depression? I think there are so many things that you can do to stop that gradual falling into the abyss that I'm sure you've experienced at some stage in your life. And given that trading is such a solitary profession that if you haven't felt that about the trading arena by now, then eventually you will. So it's a great discussion topic. I'm not actually talking about clinical depression here. I want to draw a distinction. Clinical depression is a chemical imbalance and you will need to seek some help to be able to overcome that. You may need to do some talking therapy, like cognitive behavioural therapy, or even investigate some chemicals to be able to help balance you chemically and improve your own mood. What I'm talking about is the type of depression that everybody has experienced from time to time in their life. Now, there are some specific things that you can do so that you can improve your own mood, and you can do them tonight. One of the things I suggest you do is before you go to sleep, have a think about what did I see today and what did I hear? The idea behind this is to get you within your own body so that you can experience that mindfulness that comes from being in touch with your own senses. The other thing I'd like you to do before you go to sleep is to think, what am I grateful for? there is a host of research that says gratitude is the basis for improving your mood. Thinking about the things that you have, the friends and family that you have around you, the things that you have actually achieved in the day, finding things to be grateful for can really assist your mood. And one more thing to ask yourself is, have I stepped closer towards living my ideal life? If you have a mission as your life mission then that can be a fantastic thought because if you're moving closer to your mission you'll definitely feel more fulfilled if you don't have a life mission you really do need to get some objectives down as a trader at least what are you looking to achieve in this life as a trader and every day take one tiny incremental step towards living that ideal life They are some simple things that you can do to stave off depression, but I do want to encourage you to seek support. Find people who care for you, find trading buddies that know where you're at and keep listening to talking trading. Continual positive input is what it takes to give yourself out of a little rush like this. I've been there, I know exactly where you're coming from. Do you know the birth of Talking Trading was actually because a friend of mine said, can you take your eyes off yourself for one minute and think about how you can serve other people? And with that line of thought, I thought Talking Trading would be a fantastic idea. And luckily, Caroline agreed. I just feel so blessed and I have so much gratitude that she is in our life. So use those little tidbits about how to get out of a depression or how to stave off a depression because we need you. We need you at your best. We need you doing your best work. We all benefit. Entire communities can change because one person puts their foot down and says, I am going to move forward and that person can be you. I want to see you living the trader's life. It's not every day that multi millionaire market wizards get together and knock on your door to reveal their secrets. But inside Talking Trading Gold, that's exactly what you get. Every single month, for less than 82 cents a day. Go to talkingtradinggold.com.au to check it out. Talkingtradinggold.com.au
1: Many people confuse volatility with trend, and many traders underestimate the complexity of volatility. We speak to Chris Tate now on why volatility isn't your friend in the markets. Chris Tate, hello and welcome to Talking Trading. Hi Caroline. Chris, we're talking about volatility today in the markets. Let's start off by asking, what is volatility?
2: Okay, there's a point of contrast or juxtaposition when people talk about volatility what they're actually often talking about is trend and they get too the confused volatility is simply the speed and magnitude of a price movement and i have a rule and it's thus the easiest way to tell whether someone's a peanut is to listen to them talk about volatility and this is particularly too on the financial press the moment you hear a talking head on television talk about the notion of downward volatility, you know they're a complete and utter dick because volatility has no direction. For example, if I've got an instrument that's priced at 100 and it's got a 30-day volatility of 20%, all that tells me is that over the next 30 days, there is a very high probability that it will trade in the range of 100 plus or minus 20%. That's all it's telling me. It's not telling me anything else. It's not telling me it's going to go up 20% or down 20%. It's simply the capacity of price to move a given distance over time. That's all. And many people confuse trend and volatility, and it drives me nuts.
1: Is that how you measure it?
2: It is volatility is always just a simple percentage. That's it. And it's profoundly simple but also profoundly powerful but uniquely confusing for people because the moment you mention the expression that something has a volatility of 25%, they instantly assume that it will go up 25%. That's not what it's telling you. It's telling you simply about the probable range over which price will trade over a given time And this is the issue that catches people. Trend is merely the continuous capacity of price to move in a given direction. That's very different to volatility. And as traders, what you look for is that unique combination of low volatility, so you get large position sizes, combined with a capacity to trend. Because we often hear that volatility is a trader's friend. Bollocks, it is, it's actually a nightmare for traders. Very high volatility makes trading of any sort very, very, very difficult because what you've got is a noisy market.
1: What about options when you're looking at puts and calls? Does volatility serve in any way there?
2: It does. Volatility is one of the major characteristics of the pricing matrix with options. Options, being a derivative, have their price derived from another instrument. And in driving that price, you have to throw in a variety of bits and pieces into the mix. There's the price of the underlying, time to expiry, the current risk-free rate, dividends, but also volatility. And volatility is one of the major price drivers of options. As an example, if I have an option where it's valued at, let's say, 25 and the volatility of the underlying is 20%. With all other things being equal, with no change in the underlying, but an increase in volatility from 20 to 40%, the price of that option will double. The relationship between an option's price and volatility is a linear relationship. And this often catches people in that they can see a variety of other bits and pieces in the pricing matrix change, but the price of their option not move. And it's because of a change in the underlying volatility assumption, that's what's catching them. But by the same token, in terms of trading strategies, there are a raft that depend upon not trading the price of the underlying or the direction, but rather trading the volatility perception, because volatility has a characteristic known as mean reversion. All natural systems possess what's known as mean reversion. They revert back to a mean. Think of it this way. You have a thermostat in your house. You set the thermostat to 20. Now, what happens is the temperature is not actually held at 20. Temperature runs up to 22. Heater turns itself off, falls back to the mean of 20, and then goes past that, goes down to 18. Thermostat switches itself back on. And so you get this oscillation around a mean. Everything reverts to a mean. Volatility does the same thing. So when you've got options that have very, very high volatility that is their implied volatility versus historical volatility, historical volatility can be taken as the mean. The tactic that people engage in is to actually sell those options and wait for volatility to collapse. As it collapses, price comes down, they buy the options back for a profit. It's a very specialised area of trading because it depends upon having the correct volatility assumptions but also having the capacity to map volatility properly. Volatility is a little bit more complex than people think it is.
1: Let's go to the Brexit. Volatility yes. went through the roof. It sort of did.
2: Because you, what, what happened was people instantly see a series of very large down days, say on the FTSE, and they instantly assume that volatility has gone through the roof. But vol, uh, volatility is very much a rolling thing. And when you look at the FTSE, yes, volatility pumped last week when the English decided to condemn themselves to a lifetime of baked beans on toast and reruns of the Benny Hill Show. But it was not as high as volatility had been three months ago when it peaked or six months ago when it peaked. So yes, volatility trended up in the short term, but it certainly didn't match some of the extremes of volatility that FTSE had seen prior to that. And what catches people is they see a big move and they go, oh, it's instantly more volatile. But volatility is contextual. You have to look at that price movement in context of all the other big price movements. And that I think I, th- I think that is what catches commentators on the hop.
1: So when you have something like the Brexit, an event that creates a lot of volatility, or something like it, should traders be staying and playing, or should they be running?
2: This is a really interesting question, and it's actually it's not a hard one to answer, but it's a hard one for people to find their own answer to. All trading systems should have a variety of cutoffs or valves that tell you when to trade and when not to trade. It's the most important question in trading. My systems have a volatility valve that says if volatility gets beyond a certain point, say if it gets too far beyond what is the current mean volatility, then they switch off because there's nothing to be had by trading noise. And what you've seen over the past, let's say five, seven, ten days with the Brexit, is a lot of noise. And noise is extremely difficult. Yes, you'll occasionally get people who get lucky, but then somebody has to win the lottery. And luck is not a trading system. And it's also, people also need to operate under the presumption that there will always be another opportunity. People treat noisy markets as the last opportunity that they will ever get to make money. And that's not true. It's one of a series of continuum of market events and there will be much look i won't say much easier to make money but it will be a smoother ride to making money
1: in volatile markets what should traders do
2: look my tendency is to step out simply because there's other things to trade whilst the european markets were having conniptions last week and the pound was getting belted from pillar to post Commodity markets were beginning to trend quite nicely, quite smoothly and without any fuss whatsoever. And this is the thing about people don't understand what diversification is. People think that if you own a lot of stocks, you're diversified. That's what a financial planner will tell you. But as we all know, up until recently, it took longer to become a barista than a financial planner. Diversification is right market, right time, right strategy. And it's the first two that matter. You could be the best stock picker in the world, but if the market's going nowhere, you're simply wasting your time. It's a little bit like people trying to trade indices last week. Yeah, someone will get lucky and they'll boast about it, yada, yada, yada. That's all well and good. But the smart money has gone, oh, look, precious metals are actually moving. Let's go there.
1: Final words of advice on volatility.
2: The moment you hear somebody on TV start to talk about volatility, uh, go make yourself a cup of tea, because London to a brick, they won't know what they're talking about.
1: Chris Tate, thank you for your time.
2: Thanks, Caroline. You've been listening to TalkingTrading.com.au with Caroline Stephen. Make sure you are subscribed to this website to receive the very latest market views, commentary, and expert opinion. Tune in next week as we've got a bumper show planned. Bye for now.
1: The views represented on talking trading are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regard to your own situation.